Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Ladies and gentlemen, your daily MAGA update. That's right. More fun than the actual news stream in mainstream media. Your daily update from Trump, Truth Social, the MAGA movement, and Carrie Lake. By the way, Carrie Lake is officially, I think I already told you, filing a lawsuit against all of the fraud in the recent Arizona election, trying to expose it and regain her rightful victory as the governor in Arizona. But this, from Donald Trump, Fox News, Trump files defamation suit against members of Pulitzer Prize Board for defending debunked Russiagate honors. Now, this is why Trump is awesome, and let me explain that, because he doesn't back down. He, he, he not only doesn't back down, he not only is not neutral, but he fights back, punches back, pushes back. This is what pushback looks like. And you have got to stop being distracted by the five letters Trump and understand it's what he stands for and what he is doing that is invigorating and lighting up the MAGA base, which is the Tea Party base, which is conservative America. I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care if the name is Mr. Magoo. We want a guy that does this. And quite frankly, Ron DeSantis took some good tips from Trump and started doing this in Florida, which is why he's so popular. So in case you get distracted thinking, wow, feet to the fire is always only all about Trump. No, it's what he represents. He just does it really well. By the way, welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. The complaint in the defamation suit says the New York Times, Washington Post were, quote, rewarded for lying to the American public. Well, what is Trump talking about? They were awarded Pulitzer Prizes for, quote, unquote, breaking and exposing the Russiagate story, Trump's alleged scandal and collusion with the Russians. And they were given a Pulitzer Prize for it. And guess what? It was a fake story, disproven over and over again, even when the establishment got their own independent counsel. What was that guy's name? Robert Mueller, who, when he finally gave the press release and exposed that there was a big goose egg, nothing burger zero, as a result of the investigation into the so-called Russia collusion scandal between Donald Trump and Putin, he comes out, it's a big zero, there's nothing there, and he was like nearly uh, mindless, if you remember that, a couple years ago. Uh, no, no uh, real charisma, and he seemed to be murmuring and bumbling around. And we knew, we came to find out, after all those years of investigation, what we already knew, that it was a big scandal. And yet the media gave itself Pulitzer Prizes. For a fake news story, former President Trump filed a defamation lawsuit on Tuesday against the Pulitzer Prize Board over the 2018 national reporting 
prizes given to the New York Times and Washington Post for the coverage of the, quote, now-debunked theory of alleged collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. Trump's suit filed Tuesday in Okeechobee County, Florida, was obtained by Fox News Digital. It states that a, quote, demonstrably false connection was and remains the stated basis for the coverage that received the prestigious award. So, good. They're going to run a fake story to defame a president, give each other pats on the backs and awards, and tickle each other over a fake story that they supposedly broke. And Trump says, this is pushback, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you for your stupid fake story, and I'm going to sue your stupid prize-giving-out board for giving fake, phony awards over fake, phony stories because you defamed my reputation. Awesome. Okay, a couple other things I haven't gotten to that I want to get caught up with in the news before I move over to this Sam Bankman-Fried FTX story that's bubbling about in the news. Really fast. I know this was last week. But from Fox News, Biden prisoner exchange for Brittany Griner leaves behind Marine veteran Paul Whelan again. As you know, and if you don't know yet, here you go. Biden's administration had a prisoner exchange for Brittany Griner, the WNBA superstar who got arrested in Russia for carrying pot, I believe, marijuana. So they do a prisoner exchange for the WNBA superstar, even though no one cares about the WNBA. And they leave behind a Marine veteran who is illegally, unfairly, unjustly incarcerated in Russia by the Russians. Paul Whelan. Again, Paul Whelan's family wants President Biden to be more assertive and take Russian prisoners home. President Biden's prisoner exchange with Russia secured the release of Brittany Griner, but left U.S. Marine. Yep. Uh, Whelan has been in custody, Russian custody, since 2018, when he was sentenced to 16 years in prison on espionage charges, none of which are true, all trumped up, fake. Griner had been in Russian custody since February after authorities discovered vape cartridges containing a small amount of cannabis oil in her luggage. So she actually did break the law. Biden administration had initially sought the release of both Griner and Whelan in exchange for notorious arms dealer Victor Boot, a Russian citizen serving a prison sentence in America. So they didn't get Whelan. They only got Griner for this Victor Boot, who is colloquially known as, quote, the merchant of death. He was convicted in 2011 of conspiracy to kill Americans and sentenced to 15 years in prison. He was basically the leading world arms dealer to criminals and rogue nations and terrorists so that they could kill Americans. So we trade an arms dealer for a WNBA star who, by the way, hates our country, kneels for the flag, and protests America constantly. The Biden administration ultimately agreed to exchange boot for Griner, leaving Whelan behind. Comment is this. Absolutely, we should get Brittany Griner. Absolutely. Did you think I was going to say something different? That's an American citizen. Don't lay one finger on her. And if she violates the law, international or otherwise, you hold her, you extradite her to the U.S., and we will prosecute and deal with our children. Our, our children. Our citizens. I was drawing on the analogy. It's just like a family. Don't you dare discipline my kid. If my kid's at your house and does something wrong, 
hand your hand my kid over to me and I will deal with my kid. You don't spank and discipline my kid. You don't incarcerate any of our citizens. You know what we do? We launch military attacks to the highest level and blow up whatever we want in your country if you touch one of our citizens. Griner comes back. Whelan comes back. That's how America First policy is supposed to work. So yeah, I'm glad they got Griner. And she should be prosecuted for her crime against the Russians and against international and Russian law. But Whelan should be coming back too. And no terrorist murdering world-renowned thug should be released to get any American back. We don't play the hostage game with foreign rogue nations exactly the way Reagan dealt with Iran. And the minute he got elected, they released him because he said, we're not doing any stupid hostage prisoner exchange. Give us our Americans back or you're done. That's what it's supposed to be. Okay. Daily fetched. You know what? I'm going to save this for tomorrow. Do you know that the UK government is approving climate lockdowns for 2024. That's right. It worked with COVID. It worked with COVID. There's a pandemic. Everybody stayed home. Now they're saying there's a climate change, quote unquote, pandemic. Everybody has to stay home and can't travel out of their house or their town or their county. Wow. This is exactly what we told you, which is iron-fisted dictatorship on the pretense of saving the environment. One other thing. No, let's go over to FTX. Do we have time? I think we've got time. Oh, by the way, there's a government shutdown being threatened, looming, which, go for it. Shut down the government. Social security will still go out, no matter how much they try to scare old people. Veteran services will still continue. And the government shutting down will be just like every weekend and every other federal holiday when the government shuts down. As Ronald Reagan said, the worst sentence to hear in the English language is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Shut it down! Newt did it in the 90s and it worked. Okay, Sam Bankman Freed was arrested on Monday evening in the Bahamas the day before he was supposed to testify before the House of Representatives. Wow. He ran FTX, which was a cryptocurrency exchange that donated money to Democrats, billions of dollars. He is the second biggest donor next to Soros. Was it millions of dollars or billions? I don't know. Maybe, maybe millions. Let me not over-exaggerate. Second biggest donor to Democrats next to Soros. And the theory is that Ukrainian money from the U.S. was funneled back to the Democrat campaigns for November through FTX Sam Bankman-Fried's cryptocurrency exchange. And conveniently, this from Fortune.com, Sam Bankman-Fried was arrested just as he was supposed to testify to Congress about FTX on Tuesday. That was yesterday. His FTX currency exchange, cryptocurrency exchange, blew up suddenly in November leaving millions of customers in the lurch. Everyone wants answers, including Congress, where SBF was supposed to testify on Tuesday. In a shocking turn of events, he was instead arrested on Monday night by authorities in the Bahamas, where he was residing at the request of the U.S. government. How convenient. With SBF's notable absence, the hearing will likely yield some tough questions from lawmakers. Yeah, right. They're in bed with this guy. That's why they arrested him, because he funneled money to the Democrats 
And they don't want him testifying under oath before Congress. So they conveniently arrested him the night before. The hearings will possibly create some awkward moments for members of Congress themselves, many of whom have been implicated in SBF's web of failure. No kidding. This article says everyone wants answers, including Congress. No, they don't. They want all the answers covered up because it's a money laundering scheme. All right. Let me go to Fox News to explain that a little bit better. And maybe tomorrow we'll do a quick bio on Sam Bankman-Fried, the world's richest screwball living in his parents' basement. Actually, it's not his parents' basement. It's the penthouse in Bahamas where all he does all day is play video games. Uh, very interesting. A, a perfect example of a millennial, or maybe he's a Generation Zer. I don't know, spawned in the culture of liberalism who became a dutiful money-funneling billionaire for the Democrats. But this from Fox News, what alleged connection is there between Sam Bankman-Fried, FTX, the Democrats, and the Ukraine? Bankman-Fried donated nearly $38 million to Democrat candidates, particularly in this last election. There you go, it was a million. So from Fox News... The cryptocurrency exchange founder was the cash cow of the left. Miranda Devine, New York Post columnist, said this on Tucker Carlson night. She weighed in on the collapse of cryptocurrency exchange FTX and Freed's multi-million dollar campaign donations to Democrat candidates. Former billionaire Sam Beckman Freed, founder of cryptocurrency exchange, funneled millions of dollars to Democratic campaigns, becoming the, one of the party's largest donors, second only to George Soros. His company also, here it is now, reportedly set up a website, Aid for Ukraine, to raise funds for Ukrainians amid the ongoing war against Russia. The initiative was powered by the Ministry of Digital Transformation of Ukraine, FTX, and Ukrainian web company Everstake. So the Ukrainian government works with FTX to create a aid, an Aid for Ukraine donation website. Cryptocurrency donations were sent to the National Bank of Ukraine. Then FTX filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Aid for Ukraine was a website reportedly created by FTX to accept crypto donations for the country amid its ongoing war with Russia. New York Post columnist Miranda Devine questioned why a country at war was, quote, dabbling with cryptocurrency. Why on earth, she said, the American taxpayer is funneling tens of billions of dollars over to Ukraine so that they can fight Russia? And why on earth would they be involved, the Ukrainian government, with this now collapsed cryptocurrency exchange? We need to know, she asked the guest host. Why on earth was a country... I already read that. Divine added that Bankman-Fried was in the bosom of the left and indulging in all sorts of woke causes. Alex Bornyakov, Deputy Minister of Digital Transformation of Ukraine, refuted claims that the country used government funds to invest in FTX, which in turn donated to Democratic candidates, calling the theory nonsense on Twitter. Now Freed is under investigation. So let me paint the picture. FTX, cryptocurrency exchange, run by a 30-year-old screwball leftist who plays video games all day, Funnels money to Democrats, in the meantime, sets up a donation website for the Bank of Ukraine where people are giving money to FTX, allegedly to support Ukraine, 
and the American government is giving billions to Ukraine. Ukraine's investing in FTX cryptocurrency, and all of a sudden, FTX is giving millions to Democrats. You do the math, folks. Ponzi scheme, money laundering, great way to get tons of cash to the establishment for the midterm elections. Let justice roll down like waters, American. Righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. The left is never what they seem. They're never really caring about the trees or about Ukrainian refugees or about helping people invest their money well in crypto. They're about power and the accumulation of it by any means necessary. See you tomorrow.